1: So, but if there's one thing I can't wait for, is to see my beloved others and my beloved Boston Red Sox. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, so Ed, um, yeah, you know, just to let you folks know before Ed really kicks us off, um, mm-hmm. this week we had a had a really big watch for top four. We were going to do top four tapioca puddings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we were really, I mean, we've been talking Barry. about this like. Get out! No. well, I mean, we talked about this a lot after last week's show, you know, because who loves tapioca pudding more than us? It's true. But then, mm-hmm. shit happened. So <laughs> we are gonna, um, much, much like our '90s music show, <laughs> pudding show, uh huh, <laughs> and we'll talk yeah i'm not, I'm not gonna take it away we're gonna talk about whatever ed wants to talk about
0: this this is the most man if only we had a podcast to talk about soccer week i think there's ever been um welcome to the afford Affair podcast everyone episode 362 i i think there was premier league matches this week i don't really remember um they don't really matter well, do they well, matter they might not matter i
1: don't fucking know if
0: they matter <laughs> we will we will run through the the results from this week very quickly very quickly and uh, and take a look at the table of course and then uh we're just we'll drop right into the news because uh, there's not much else there was the FA cup sure and there was there was the uh, the champions League starts next week you, you know that thing that that's that still exists um, folks folks look I'm, I'm just yeah luckily I'm just gonna tell you guys
1: Folks, Ed's manager, Josie Mourinho, one of the most polarizing Mm. figures in the entire world of the sport, got fired. And that might catch on at the end of the show.
0: Yeah. It's it's buried somewhere. Yeah, that's, that's just how...
1: Yeah. And, you know, seriously, if you don't know what's happened, I don't know why you listen to this podcast if you don't know what's happened, but anyway...
0: Oh, man. As always, the podcast is presented by NGSC Sports yep. at NGSCSports.com. We never stop, but we would also never try to break away and form our own Super League. <laughs> oh, that wouldn't happen. Uh, all right. Uh, quickly, quickly through this Premier League week that was, um, and it was a long one. Uh, not, not just because of all the news that came out, but there was a lot of match days. Uh, Friday, Everton and Spurs drew two apiece, uh, which effectively, I believe, ends each of their runs of the Champions League. Top four spots. Uh, Although Harry Kane and Gilfie Sigurdsson were the only goal scorers for this team. So really, Spurs won 4-0. That's that's how I'm going to throw it out there. Um, Saturday, uh, Newcastle beat West Ham 3-2, because that's West Ham's favorite scoreline now. Unfortunately, uh, playing down 10 men wasn't really part of the cards in this one as they fall there uh wolves beat sheffield one nil that loss in a, in a moment of seriousness you know uh that loss does officially doom sheffield united back to the championship um so they they will be going back down um not that we didn't know that for months but you know um arsenal needed a late edward nikita goal to to draw fulham 1-1 in a goal that could be big in fulham's relegation chances as those were two big points they could have picked up there but failed to um manchester united need a late goal from mason greenwood and an attack on one from edison cavani to beat burnley 3-1 um as they stay in comfortably in second place. Um, the, <laughs> one of those famous Laurentes, uh was the difference maker for Leeds. in them dropping all three points and salvaging one. As they draw Liverpool 1-1. Um, and this was about the point where nothing really mattered anymore on Monday afternoon. Um, but that did happen. I, I promise. They still drew 1-1. Uh, Chelsea do, drew Brighton 0-0. So that happened. And then on Wednesday... Um, Spurs beat Southampton 2 1 as it was the return of the late, late show. Now that Josie's not there anymore, uh, with a late Sung Kyung Min penalty uh, being the difference maker there. And City, 2 uh, 1 winners over Villa. Big news from that one is John Stones picked up a red, a straight red card and uh, will not be available for the F, uh, the League Cup final against Spurs on the weekend. And so now we take a quick look at the Premier League table. City are still on top with uh, 77 points. They are 11 up on United, although United have match in hand, but that doesn't really matter. Uh, United are comfortably in second. Leicester, with their win today, are now being just a little bit wider of a gap for that third place. Uh, Chelsea and West Ham, both four points back of them. Spurs with their win are at 53. Liverpool are also at 53 um, after their draw, but they, Tottenham are the, the odd man out, as it were, with the, they've already played 33 matches. The rest of those teams have played 32. Uh, so still a tight, tight, tight Arsenal tight shirt. Uh, race for the top four here uh, as as it stands and uh, and Wes I mean there's not not that we're talking much about the matches because there's there's way more interesting things to talk about but uh a- anything you want to describe about the Li- Liverpool match you know even if it's just about the feelings that may have surrounded it at the time so I mean, actually i was off i had the chance
1: to watch the match i watched Mm -hmm. the entire match and it was like it's like i was into what was going on on the field Mm -hmm. but it it was like watching it almost in a haze because it's like every single thing around it was just so dominated by super league Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it's like you know, going in this game, you know, we've been thinking all week, man, this is a huge match. It's a huge match, you know, top four, top four. Well, at that point, it's like, wait a minute, what, top four doesn't mean shit at this point. <laughs> so, I mean, what are we, what are we looking for here? And I mean, obviously at the end, you're looking for a win and I, I just, you know, Liverpool came out, did really well. Liverpool, as we've said, God, how I many, uh, if I I paid for every time I said this over the years I'd be a rich man but uh um, you know <laughs> Liverpool left some goals on the field <laughs> I should have scored three <laughs> yeah, the good old Liverpool should have scored three um but I mean honestly they should have uh, they had chances in the second half they really really faded um and I mean I'm not gonna blame this whole super league thing on it but at the same time I mean y- you know to have it announced the night before, <laughs> Mm -hmm. And then all day, this stuff's like going through your mind. I mean, there's no way that those guys were able to get there. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
1: And I mean, I'm not making any excuse for Liverpool, but I almost wonder if we had played this on Sunday during the day, if things just wouldn't have turned out differently. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, and you saw it from these Liverpool players as they go forward, these guys, I mean, they're not robots this Mm -hmm. has been sort of an up and down season anyway and you saw it in the statements later released by like James Milner and other Liverpool players that I mean they were not happy Mm -hmm. yeah and when you're playing a match especially a match where you're in the race and things are huge you know all you need to be thinking about is that match you don't need to be thinking about everything else and, unfortunately, Liverpool, and also, you know, talking about Chelsea and West Brom, I mean, I think. Or not West um, West Ham. West Ham. Oh, well, no, 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 the match that Chelsea played oh, on Tuesday. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Uh, um, you know, you look at those two, and that's two teams who, I mean, they were the better teams, but they both of them were playing with other things on their mind at the moment. Mm-hmm. And um, And I think it showed. I think it showed that there was a lot of weight on the shoulders of those players, and um, for both of them, crucial crucial points dropped at this juncture of the season. And of course, obviously, we'll get into more of it later. I mean, we have no we we have no clue at this point what's going to happen. Um, we know the Super League is dead, but, yes. but as far as is any well, for the moment, is any yeah. action going to be taken against mm-hmm. the teams? what kind of, what's going to happen to the teams who were in the breakaway you know, doesn't matter if Chelsea Liverpool finished three, four, mm-hmm. um, you know, gonna get a West Ham, Leicester city, <laughs> <a> Wolves, <laughs> Everton champions league. Um, yeah, the only thing we know for sure is that Arsenal aren't going to be there. So.
0: Yay. <laughs> that's that's what's important it, at the end Arsenal. of the day. Yeah. Suck at Arsenal. <laughs> um,
1: but, yeah, so, I mean, once again, not making any excuses for the Reds, but, man, they won't – I mean, God, just think if fans were in the stands. Oh, God. God, and going to Ellen Road to start with is brutal. Mm-hmm. I mean, Liverpool these these snake pit of snake pits. And, mm-hmm. basically, even with an empty stadium, they walked into a snake pit just because of everything going on.
0: Yeah, absolutely. This was, this was a bizarre set of circumstances to be playing under. Um, But they will be picking it up again, and we're about to get much more into this. Um, Friday, 3 p.m., this is your schedule for the upcoming week. Uh, Friday, 3 p.m., Arsenal versus Everton. Saturday, uh, 7.30 a.m., Liverpool versus Newcastle. 12.30, this is a legitimately big match for potentially a top four spot in the Champions League. West Ham hosts Chelsea. That is huge. Um, And then at 3 p.m., slightly less huge as Sheffield hosts Brighton. Um, on Sunday at 7 a.m., Wolves versus Burnley. 9 a.m., Leeds versus United. And then at 2 p.m., Aston Villa versus West Brom. And then on Monday, it's Leicester versus Palace at 3 p.m. So that's your upcoming look at the Premier League. Uh, again, very quickly, because, I mean, until until Sunday afternoon, um, I mean, one of the big stories of the week was Leicester, or not sorry, not Leicester, Man City losing their chance at a quadra for the season uh, by falling 1-0 oh. to Chelsea in the FA Cup semi-final. Uh, Leicester also beat Southampton by the same score, so the FA Cup final will be Chelsea versus Leicester on May 15th. Mm-hmm. Hooray. De Brage wins the chance to win the FA
1: Cup. Oh, oh it would be a dream come true. So much character to win the FA Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think um, I'm doing a proper Brage impersonation anymore of this.
0: I'll just say what i'll say now it, it, it's
1: like when you xerox I would die something,
0: for this. it's when you see rocks like the same paper over and over and over again so like <laughs> the 10th version is like no longer recognizable to the first um that's what that is um and then real quick trying to use xerox to the xerox <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um Champions League semifinals, we were going to do a whole thing like, ooh, who who do we like? Who's our favorites? Uh, so in like five words or less, Wes, uh, PSG versus Man City and Real Madrid versus Chelsea.
1: PSG, Real Madrid.
0: There you go. There you go. Uh, Chelsea, Real Madrid is on uh, Tuesday. PSG, Man City is on Wednesday. All, All right. right. And just, to, and just
1: to give you my reason for the whole thing, because <laughs> especially for this first leg. Mm-hmm. I, th- I just think there's going to be so much shit on mm-hmm. uh, on um, City, especially in that match. Mm-hmm. Since since PSG are the you know the bright eyed innocent younglings of this whole deal, so, somehow oh. PSG's innocent. Oh, oh God! Can't yeah, figure that shit out. Wait a minute. We hate PSG, but somehow they're innocent. So. Yeah, of course um, they are. But yeah, uh, PSG and. Um, Real Chelsea's a toss-up. They're both train wrecks at the moment, so... Yeah. They're both in train wreck mode, so...
0: According to Fiorentino Perez, Real Madrid's still in the Super League. They're just... just putting sure. it on hold. Putting it on hold. They're going to be uh, the winners because they're going to be the only ones there. <laughs> um. So now let's just get into this. The, the Super League that started... I. It's been coming up year after year after year. We've been hearing about so much. And then finally on Sunday... It looked like it was going to happen. There was going to be... We heard 12 teams, which is the normal big six in England. uh, City United, Chelsea, um, Liverpool, Arsenal, and Tottenham. Uh, We also heard from Italy, and I believe if I'm getting this wrong, uh, please correct me. Uh, It was Inter Milan, AC Milan, and Juventus. Uh, Um, In Spain, we had uh, Real Madrid, uh, Atletico, Atletico, and Barcelona. Mm -hmm. And then, and those were the 12. There were at times reports that City and, or sorry, not City, Bayern Munich and PSG and Dortmund had straight up declined. Then it got to a point where everybody was saying, oh shit, no, actually Dortmund's in along with Leipzig and potentially still PSG. And then, you know, there was the whole outcry and then Monday comes around and everybody's like, oh, maybe maybe this was maybe a bad idea. No, guys, it's going to be fine. No, no, our players will still totally get to play in the World Cup. And no, we're not leaving the Premier League. It's fine, everybody. And then by Tuesday, uh, Chelsea and Man City, two of the teams who had... The absolute least to gain from, oh. from being in a Super League because they're pretty flush for cash uh, started the nah, we're, we're, we're gonna. They did the Homer Simpson back into the bush gif. <laughs> um, and then everybody else started to follow them. Um, all six uh, Premier League clubs eventually by Tuesday were out, uh, along with the Italian, most of the Italian clubs. Um, actually, all the Italian clubs. And then, as far as I know, Real, Real Madrid oh, and I, sort I, I of Barcelona. I, I was,
1: From what I'm hearing, it's Real, Juve, and Barca still kind of hanging yeah. on to this thing.
0: Um, yeah, it's, oh, the it's, Malon, it's very awkward. Um, so, obviously, this drew public condemnation from players, coaches, um, other teams, you know, as Wes mentioned, you know, PSG became the moral high ground of this whole thing. But, you know, let's not forget, PSG is like on the UEFA committee and they like own part of BN Sports and, you know, God who, who has the rights to the Champions League. So the, 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 the word they use for PSG is sport washing. yes.
1: Yes, because, because they basically use they basically use PSG and other sports to like wash the image of their yeah,
0: yeah. and City does the same thing, um, which which was again why it was kind of surprising to see them go for this up. Um, now, obviously, this was you know insane. You know, people kept saying because the top these twelve founding members could not get relegated from the Super League. That was like the big. One of the biggest sticking points was like they were in the Super League pretty much forever, Um, and then there would be another five. There were going to be a couple other teams that are going to be founding members, and there was going to be five members that rotated every season. And this was going to be like the new like Uber Champions League, Um, but everything about this was a fucking train wreck. The the logo, the marketing, the complete lack of almost any sponsorship or branding was terrible and and Wes I I will let you get in on this now but I I I my pet theory is that Real Madrid and Barcelona looked at their their tables, their financial tables and said uh uh ring ring uh yes hello Mr. Ed Woodward um uh, we are in dire financial straits. You know that Champions League or that Super League we've been talking about for the last 7 years we would like to do that now and get 350 million post-haste. Thanks. Bye. It's time. It's time. <laughs> yes, it's finally time. Um, and that's, I, I don't know if it went down exactly like that, but that's what it feels like. Because everything about this Super League is so rushed feeling. And so many things that look like they were never taken into account. Like the the thing about players potentially not getting to play, getting to play in the World Cup. Like, the, for the, like, first two days, I'm like, oh, no, clearly that's something these these owners and managers would have thought about. Nope. Apparently not. So this well, and is... real quick, let's... Go ahead,
1: please. Let's I'll let clarify. you take over here. Go ahead. No, well, not even to take Let's just clarify. You said the word managers. We're not yeah. talking about beyond the on-the-field managers. No, no, They no, had no. no clue this was happening. The executive managers. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, no, I mean, just... What's so bizarre about this, um, you know, I told you the other day, I said, Let me just wait and see what Gab Marcotti has to say about this. <laughs> and so, apparently, you know, what's gotten um glossed over in this whole thing is that on Friday, UEFA met and passed the mm-hmm. for the new Champions League. Yeah, about that. And 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 here's the thing, all these clubs were all that, and they were <laughs> they sit there on Friday. And- they're like, thumbs up. Cool. Yeah, no problem. This sounds great. And then on Sunday, oh, fuck you.
0: <laughs> JK, JK. Which, Rosh. don't
1: get me wrong. throw I'm Telling you're the fuck off, I'm all in favor of that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm 100% in favor of telling you wave the fuck off. But, uh, I mean, and you said Barcelona, Real throw Throw Juventus on that heap with them. Yeah, Those
0: absolutely. three
1: are those three are in massive financial trouble at the moment, and they they're doing. They, and that's why you know they say those three are still kind of hooked in with the with the um, Super League. Those three need a bailout, and they need a bad. And the reason is because you know they've completely overextended themselves. Yeah, it, 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 they can blame the pandemic all they want, and I mean the pandemic has made it tougher on them but those three have hideously overextended themselves just um, in paying players uh, Real is doing a big uh, renovation at the Bernabeu mm-hmm. so yeah they do all need money and they need money desperately. they need it quick fast and in a hurry um, L- Liverpool Liverpool Tottenham Arsenal United mm-hmm are not in quite that desperate situation, but all four of those have definitely seen losses mm-hmm. due to the pandemic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: City and Chelsea, as we said, I mean, those are basically, you know, City's a nation state. Yes. Uh, Chelsea's just owned by the oil rich. So for them, I think it was more just, you know, we don't want to get left out. Mm-hmm. Yeah you know, we don't want to get left out of the elite tournament is I Mm -hmm. think more or less what that was. But I mean, this was kind of like the, the nuclear option. Yeah. And it just seems like they, it just seems like they threw it out there. Now I've been saying the whole time, I thought this was a poker play by the big 12. I'm calling them the big 12. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) How about let's call them the dirty dozen.
0: Hey, there it is. That's nice.
1: Hey, there you go. Jesus, I'm sorry. I have cats flying through the room over here. I have dogs squeezing a honking hog over here. You probably hear that in the background. <laughs> Can't make her go away. I thrown three things at her and she just looks at me. <laughs> there you go. You tell me, I'm sweet. Um, but I thought this whole time this was a poker play, mm-hmm. and, and the little things like you said. You know, um, I mean the the west and the, the logo and no commercial sponsorship the only commercial anything we heard was oh yeah jp morgan's like putting a huge yeah. chunk of money into this mm-hmm. um so you know the farther this went on i was like they're playing poker with uefa they're just trying to get their way but the problem is i think they were looking for this to go on maybe a couple of weeks yeah but the backlash was so instant and so hard at them that um, they couldn't they couldn't keep going. I mean, they I mean especially the Liverpool United and looked like Chelsea's of the world. I mean, they were being crucified at home. Oh yeah, I mean it wasn't. It, they weren't taking a beating. I mean, they were like. They were like, if those owners had walked into the streets, they might have been murdered. Yeah, it was at that point. So, and and, you know, the whole thing about playing poker is you've got to know when to. I've listened to a song a bunch last week because (laughs) the Army of the Dead um, trailer, which I'm sure you've seen. Yes, oh my god, it's okay with Dave. Um, but oh my god, I, I am so stoked for that movie now. Um, but you know it's like it's like old gambler himself said you got no one to hold them no one to fold them no one to walk away and you know no one to run mm-hmm. and the whole thing you know they got their bluff called so hard i think by the fan bases
0: mm-hmm.
1: that these poker players are like oh shit no we can't hold <laughs> you know when really i think the best thing well the best thing for the owners would have been to, you know, they wanted to try to hold and renegotiate. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I don't think there was ever, I don't think there is truly, there was truly a plan to put these teams on the field. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I really, I think this is a, I think it's a negotiation. And um, unfortunately, man, their bluff got called and it got called super hard. And at the end of the day, they lost, mm-hmm. and they might lose. They might lose more than just some face here. I mean, I mean these guys are being lost. I mean, Liverpool just, you know, from the Liverpool perspective right now. Um, I mean, there's a big contingent saying, "Sell the club." We don't give a shit right now. Sell the club. Oh yeah. Now that's extremely short-sighted. <laughs> Yes, um, I would agree. Extremely short-sighted, and I mean, we can get that later or not. I don't really give a shit. But um, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's where people are right now. They're just so disgusted with it, and it was just—it was as horrible a fucking idea as I've ever seen anyone come up with. I mean, it's such a
0: bad idea. It's it's bonkers, and and I. I still think like I, I I completely agree with you that they're just like, yeah, you know we we're just playing poker we really want to just get a better even an even sweeter deal from UEFA not that mm-hmm. not that they haven't done that before but I truly think like it's uh, I I really wonder if they thought yeah, you know it'll be fine like there's there's no way that public backlash really lasts for more than, you know, you know, a, a little bit. It's, it, I, I genuinely would love to know what these owners thoughts were and and how the fans would react. Cause I, I can't believe that, they, that they're that out of touch where they would have been like, yeah, this will, even, even if we're just fucking around with it, it'll probably just, you know, It'll be bad for like a day or two maybe. And then and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, Liverpool versus Barcelona twice a year, every year. Woo, woo, woo. That'll be awesome. Um, it, it's just really, really bizarre how this all went down. And go ahead. Well, a lot of the
1: things I just keep hearing are people, you know, saying you've got to think about these owners. <clears throat> and, I mean, these are guys who – they, they don't live in the same world that we live in. True. I mean, you know, I I, I just, I happen to be looking at for the Forbes billionaires list the other day and, you know, who did I see on there? I saw Roman Abramovich and I <laughs> saw John W. Henry and I saw Stan Kroenke. Um, you know, these guys don't live in the world we live in. They're not fans. Yeah. Um, you know, when, they bought Liverpool, they bought them because they saw that they were a depreciated they were a depreciated um, commodity mm-hmm. that they saw that there was a huge potential growth in. And, and you know what? I mean, guys get to be billionaires by being smart and being innovative and seeing things out front that the regular public doesn't see. And that's obviously what happened. I mean, you know, they bought Liverpool around 2 2010, and what do you know, and then a couple of years, the Premier League is putting in, mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: and now the club is worth like four. I mean, they bought the club. Don't quote me. I think they bought the club for about like four hundred million. Mm-hmm. Four billion dollars. That's a lot, or whatever. Four billion, whichever. Yeah, we Monitor other than maybe yen, four billion is just a shit ton for yeah. anybody. Um so you know, these guys, it's not like they were it's not like they saw it as like, oh my gosh, you know, my club needs me and I, I can help and let let me bail them out and you know, oh we'll just pour money in and we're gonna go win trophies. And no, that's not what they looked at it as. And they
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh for FSG winning to the bottom line um, I mean it's just in the bottom line it is a um, you know it's, it's something that they can talk about at the next billionaires meeting oh hey we won the league <laughs> seriously I'm not playing fetch with you you damn dog um yeah. So, I mean, that's what it is for them. It's a commodity. You know, one day, FSG are going to sell Liverpool. Mm-hmm. And it, it has nothing to do with the fact that, oh, they, they love Liverpool or they don't love Liverpool anymore. It's not that. It's a commodity to them. Mm-hmm. You know what? one day, they're probably going to sell the red side. Yeah. I mean, you know, Mr. Henry's in his 70s. You know, these aren't young guys anymore. They're getting up there, you know they're going to sell because this isn't like a family thing. This is just, this is their business. Mm-hmm. And to them, it was a business venture and it's been a highly successful business venture. But what do businessmen always want more, Want more money. <laughs> I mean, they want more because it's, it's, it's a fight for them. You know, you don't get to be a billionaire by being laid back and being like, oh, <laughs> you get a billion, you, you become a billionaire by, you know, being the guy who makes the tough decisions And, you know, being the guy who's out ahead of everybody. And that's what these owners are. And, you know, I think people need to really sit back and realize that. You know, it's Mm -hmm. personal. No, that never occurred to them this is a great bottom line. This is a great financial move for us. Uh, mm-hmm. Everybody should be happy because we're making so much. And I mean, <laughs> yeah. really at the end of the day, you know, you, you have to kind of walk this line with European football, especially this isn't the NFL. Mm-hmm. This isn't even major league baseball or the NBA, you know, where I think at this point in the United States, we're so, we're so numb to the business in the sports. hmm <laughs> that it like it doesn't. You know, mm-hmm. I need to go buy an Boston hat, you know. Yeah. Um, in England, man, and in Europe, I mean, these, these clubs are so woven into the fabric of the every society of these towns and these cities that, I mean, they than we do. And I think a lot of people, like you say, you know them a few days, they'll get over it. No big deal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because in America they just get over it and buy their tickets. Well, yeah. that didn't happen over there. No, I mean those people said this is extremely personally. And um and they they fought back and for once the fans won. And take it away from just
0: yeah absolutely um, I, I will say one of the things that like boggles my mind is and yes you're you're you made so many great points here um, but one thing I, I keep coming back to is like even if the owners don't know they have to pay they can afford people to know this for them they can have managers they can have um, people who study data or whatever to, or just like to to have some sort of liaison something to say hey, Mr. Henry, Mr. Cronky, um, by the way, we know you're trying to start this Super League. Um, that doesn't really work in Europe. Um, we know that it would be probably fine in America, and and maybe there's some American fans that will like this. Um, and maybe like some casual fans. I heard that that phrase bandied about a lot. But but your diehard, your core group here in in Europe are not going to like this. I, I cannot believe there wasn't Somebody inside and maybe there was somebody inside and it just didn't fucking matter because it was too much money that, that maybe, maybe that was what it was that it didn't matter who any, what anybody within the organization said, this was too much money to pass up. And, and you know what? Consider, I think like somebody broke it down was like, if you win the champions league, it's like a little over a hundred million. And this was like going to be 350 million. Or something like this. This was going to be stupid amounts of money. So it's hard for me to be like. Oh no. Yeah. You shouldn't be. Um, you you should be turning this down. That's like the one thing. When like people talk about Spurs. And, and, and Daniel Levy. And Levy out and all this thing. And, and while I think this was a terrible decision. And a terrible read on his part. If you're Daniel Levy and Enoch over at Spurs. And you see these other five Premier League clubs like starting this super league and they invite you, how do you say no? Like everybody's like, Oh, well you do, you do the moral no. thing. You, you have a backbone. You do the moral thing. Like if you're Spurs, like I, I, I love Tottenham. I love Tottenham. You look at those other five clubs. Do, do, the, do Spurs really belong in that group? Like yes, they have an amazing stadium, and yes, they have played at times—not so much in the last year—some very attractive football. Huh. They've been a very exciting team, but they haven't won a trophy this decade. Uh-huh. They've been very good. They made their a championship brand, final. Yes, what's, yeah. and, and the as their brand has improved over the last yes.
1: decade, and that's
0: what it—that's basically what it was. And that's one hundred percent. So that's why well, I'm like, I I totally get being mad at Enoch and Levy but there's no way no one does this if if you and anyone who says well oh you stand up and you do the moral thing like go go into that boardroom having run the club and brought it from where it was eight ten years ago to where it is now and then when this opportunity comes up say yeah you know we're just we're gonna pass I just don't think it happens so that's that that's my opinion.
1: And, and, go ahead. And here's the thing, especially for the big six, and everybody's saying, Oh, you know, the, the other 14 teams said, Oh, we never would have done this. That's bullshit. bullshit. That's here. Now I'm not saying I'm not saying you have to agree with this, but here's the thing. If this Super League does go on, my team needs to be in it.
0: Yes. That's
1: it. Because you know, some somebody had put on one of the Liverpool side. of course folks y'all know by now I'm very Liverpool centric, so that's where my examples and of things course. come from. Someone called Liverpool site, Oh, fuck this, I'd rather be broken be in League Two. And somebody replied to her, they said, Stop fucking lying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: You know, that's the thing. here here's the thing. Let's say the league happened and Liverpool morally pulled out of. But but the other five went, and Liverpool morally pulled out of it. Well, you know what? In two years, when at best we're in sixth place, and we're not getting into any competitions, and everybody is throwing a damn conniption, why won't you spend the money? Oh, look at what they're spending. It's like, oh, no, because morally y'all didn't want to be in this damn league. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. You know, somebody has say, you know, how, how can the owners make up for this? I immediately say, well, if they signed in Bob. Hey, I'm sure people <laughs> won't have such a, a such a <laughs> side of my face of Holland, you know, Hey, yeah. that'll, that'll get them back pretty damn quick. Um, you know, it sucks and we didn't want it, but at the end of the day, especially if you're a fan of one of these big six clubs, if this goes down, if it, if it happens in the future, you better damn hope that your team is involved in it. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. Trust yes. me. It sucks. But <clears throat> if you want to be a team that has an opportunity to win, mm-hmm. and I'm not talking about finish mid table in the Premier League, really win, have a chance at trophies. You know, these guys, I mean, it's business, man. It sucks, but it's mm-hmm. business.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's
1: where the sport is now. And these 12 15slash could have been 20, whatever. They were. You know, I hate to say these twelve are just out ahead of it, mm-hmm. but they were just
0: kind of out ahead of it. Yeah, I I, uh, I agree. Like this you
1: is. Know, I just. I don't think you know. I think they need to be chastised for this and taken to yes. task for this. Yes. But I just don't think that you can completely demonize all of them, and for and so I... many reasons. I mean, once again, they you know, they might not get the culture. Um, and that's something with the Liverpool uh, spy and cop nineteen oh six, a huge Liverpool, um, a very influential Liverpool fan club. The ones who do all the those uh, mm-hmm. the banners, spectacular banners in the cop end of Anfield. Yet they've been very, very vocal on this, and they they've sent a letter. You know, they've they've put out their official statement to the owners saying, you know, this is fucking to paraphrase, this is fucking ridiculous. This isn't the first time that you've done something stupid and gone back on it. Yeah, You know, I think it's about time that maybe you need to take some people, some influential fan voices and put them in the board room mm-hmm. with you. Yeah, You know, and, and when you come up with these bright ideas, maybe run it by them and they can look at you and say, you're fucking nuts. <laughs> so... Yeah. I mean, we'll see if that's the future. Get off the wall. Get up! Off the wall, Kike! Kike going for third. Um, But, I mean, they can't completely demonize, but at the same time, you can't let them off the hook for this. Because this was a horrible, horrible move. Mm -hmm. Horrible move. Um, And it's just... God, what a hell of a 48 hours, man. Yeah, I mean, just think about it, Ed. And we get a season, Everton were in first place longer than the Super League existed.
0: Hey, got him again. Oh, Yeah, I I think that that's something, in, in reading a lot of the comments, I think people have been very naive Potentially about where football in Europe is headed. And this was like... This was um, the scene from The Matrix. When when Neo finally wakes up. And sees like, oh shit, this is the actual real world now. I'm like in a goo pod and I'm naked. Uh, and there's like robots everywhere. Um, this this is what I think it was for a lot of them. Because this is th- this has been building... For years. This hasn't come out of nowhere. Yeah. This, you know, when the Premier League first broke off, that's when, you know, that's a focal point. That's when it was like, no, soccer is, is a sport. It is beloved by these the fans of these clubs. But it's also becoming a business. And, mm-hmm. and if you don't recognize that, you're just putting your head in the sand. You can hate it. As you said, Wes, you can hate this. This Super League mm-hmm. fucking sucked. And it was an awful idea. But if you think that all of a sudden a life switch flipped on Sunday and all of a sudden game's gone, no. No, this is the direction we're heading down. Don't listen to UEFA. Don't listen to FIFA. Don't listen to PSG. They're not the good guys here either. This is is the way European football is going. And it's no longer in my mind a matter of if, but when and how that something like this happens. So,
1: When suddenly you're hearing coming out of England, oh, we need to go back to the 51% fan ownership. Shut good up. Good fucking luck. Shut up. There, there is one team in this world that that works for, and it is Bayern Munich, because they have so many built-in advantages. Exactly. <laughs> because because part of their 51%, a huge, there's a good number of like millionaires and billionaires in the 51%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why they do it. It doesn't... It, it, you know what? It can work. I mean, yeah, it can work. But you're not gonna be competing in Europe. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna be com- you're not gonna be challenging for the biggest stuff because oh, let's do a 51%. Hey City, are you gonna do a 51%? Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 I mean Okay. I mean if you wanna just go ahead and say, Well, we're not gonna win the Premier League and we're not gonna win the Champions League, but hey, City and Chelsea, they're gonna keep doing what the hell they do. I mean, the thing is, UEFA created this whole thing. This is a product of the fact that, um, you know, financial fair play was not um, enforced. hmm That's a part of it. The fact that, you know, they're, they're trying to just shamelessly expand the Champions League for them to make more money. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's not get it twisted, you know. I mean, why why do we need more teams in the Champions League? Please tell me. Money. <clears throat> I mean, the, the group stages are at times unwatchable as is. Yes. But now we're just going to expand it. Why? For money. But then when these guys go out and try to do their own money, suddenly FIFA, suddenly UEFA, oh my God, the spirit of the game. Shut the fuck up, UEFA. <laughs> You don't give a shit about which teams make it as long as the the cash keeps rolling in. They're just trying to watch out for them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: God, somehow I've made the billionaire owners not be the biggest villains of this thing. <laughs>
0: They're all the villains. Still fucking UEFA's fault. Oh, man. and uh, Never forget that. It's always UEFA's fault. Absolutely. And as you mentioned earlier... Tom, Champions League changes still happen. Now, there has been some talk that okay. maybe these get pulled back a little bit after what happened. But, yeah, these Champions League changes snuck through last week. Um, mm-hmm. So there's going to be four more teams in the Champions League. Um, two of them. One of them, I don't remember where they're coming from. One of them is coming from the fifth best league, which right now is France. Although, I've heard, like, depending on how Portugal does in the future, it could be mm-hmm. Portugal. Um and then two i think like they're calling them legacy spots that's basically like if you qualified yeah. for a different competition other than the champions league but you have like one of the two highest coefficients in the in the country you just come into the champions league instead sure uh, okay cool um and now instead of the group stage as we know it it will be a swiss model which it's I don't think it's like a pure Swiss model because I don't think you can do a pure Swiss model with 36 teams um, but it's basically gonna be like everybody's in a pot and then you just play 10 games yes you're going from six group stage games now to 10 which you know hey UEFA definitely has the players' best interest in mind by making them play more games in a congested schedule And then oh by the way so so now the hell work is one through eight the top eight, since there's no groups anymore, the top eight out of those 36 go to the group stage, or the knockout stage, straight away. Teams 9 through 24 now have to play essentially a play-in series to get to that round of 16 knockout stage. So there's another however many more games. Like, I think they said, like, right now you have to play 13 games to win the Champions League. Now you could have to play up to, like, 17 or 18. Like, it is... It is, you you got to play the all of that just to get out of the damn uh, group, or just to get out of the damn pot. Exactly. It is. It is so rough, and and it's going to be very interesting to see where they fit these. Because hey, and then like Europa League and the whatever other bullshit league that's starting next year, they're apparently adopting this model too. So, fuck if I know.
1: At least you're gonna. Um, at least looking out for the players, right, they're going to they're gonna get rid of some of these international friendlies, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, wait, no, we're
1: still playing all that shit, too? Yeah. 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 And, and you're going to wonder why the big teams just keep buying as many players as they can, because, hell, you've seen it this season. You, you know, we, we talk about, I mean, look, the only team that had real great depth was City, and they're the only ones standing. You know, it's. I mean, it's even more of the rich get richer because they're going to have to to keep up. Mm-hmm. It's sad, man.
0: It's very sad. Um, other news and notes, as as was mentioned, Josie Mourinho was fired from Tottenham uh, in the second. Wait a yeah, a yeah, right. Barely, barely. Barely um, lead. She- Sheffield United was relegated. We mentioned that. Uh, and hey, you talked about maybe the, the those owners would have died. Well, it's a good thing they weren't in Germany because, yeah, they actually might have. Uh, as Schalke Schalk and all fear fans attacked players after relegation. This is coming from ESPN.com. Uh, after the, as they were returning from Bielefeld after getting relegated. Uh, Gelsenkirchen police confirmed they were on site. Uh, as footage published on social media showed that fans chased some of the club's players on the stadium perimeters, and though police could not confirm the authenticity of the video, sources told ESPN those scenes were from early Wednesday morning. Um, uh, it says when the players left the team bus, eggs were thrown at them, and they were verbally abused. The police added, "So great, good, good job, shock fans." I will going say it's
1: a good thing it wasn't. It wasn't. It's a good thing it wasn't Man United because everybody's catching Harry Maguire. <laughs> Help me Ah!
0: Uh, and then our final yeah, little just bit...
1: Throw, just throw Phil Jones out there.
0: And <laughs> our final little bit of uh, news and notes here. Uh, we uh, have mentioned this earlier, that Dublin potentially would not be able to do their hosting duties for uh, Euro 2021. Um day that has been confirmed uh bill bow also will not be able to so Wembley, as, as i think we actually called when that story first came up uh oh, wimbley will be getting those matches um so maybe. yay good for good for Wembley. good keep it Just Go into Wembley. oh man um so now's the part where we uh we pimp the athletic uh wes any anything to pimp from the athletic this week Shit, I
1: forgot. Let me get there real quick. There's like some really, really good stuff on the athletic this week. Um, I mean, as it is every week because, you know, the athletics just fantastic as I get there. Um, yeah, so uh, um, Steve Buckley did a baseball Super League. The Yankees, Red Sox, and others tried and failed long before. So bet you guys didn't think about that, did you? Um, uh, it happened a century ago when the owners of three disgruntled American League clubs threatened to join the eighteen National League to form what sports writers around the country were calling the New National. Mm. Um, that was the Red Sox, White Sox, and Yankees. So, uh, and, and of course, you know, really up until r- really our generation, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I Remember when you know umpires started up umpiring both American League and National League games?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, they were two completely separate leagues. The only time they saw each other was at the All Star game in the World Series. Yep. So you know, this younger group of younger age group of fans, they might not realize. You know, now they'd be like, oh, well, who cares? You know, the Astros split leagues, the the Brewers flip leagues. Yeah, but this was uh, this was a little different. That, it was um, it was legit, like hatred between these two leagues. Mm-hmm. Um, another baseball story, uh, how the difference between sunscreen and advanced grip substances can help MLB navigate tricky enforcement landscape. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of talk over the last year or so about uh, substances. Um, you know, As analytics of baseball get deeper and deeper, spin rate is one that I've heard over the last few years, and i would never heard that word in my life, yeah. spin rate. <laughs> Um, exactly. And now it's all about how, yeah, velocity, spin but it's all about how much spin rate you can generate on your breaking ball. Um, and guys, uh, Trevor Bowers, kind of the um, poster boy of all this, um, mm-hmm. are they using illegal substances? That, now, here's the difference: there are legal substances and there are illegal substances. Um, are they using illegal things to get more spin rate on the ball, which gives pitchers more of a uh, upper hand? It's if you're into that kind of stuff, it is It's an interesting <laughs> question. Um, last one Sam Con Jr., the tech expert. Are Texas programs whiffing on keeping the top QBs on Texas AM atop the SEC West? When will it happen?
0: Mm.
1: So, um, yeah, you know, uh, just right now, Texas has become the state that's producing probably the best uh, going into college quarterbacks in the country. Um, the number one player in the 2022 class is, uh, Sam, uh, or is it Sam? Uh, it, I think his name's Sam Ewers, Ewers, Ewers. His last name is Ewers, is Ewers. And the kid is from Austin, Texas. <laughs> um, he's from like one of those, uh, Austin, um, power schools. I think it's, uh, Austin Westlake. Mm-hmm. Maybe, um, Oh, what's it, What the hell is the kid's name? It's something, something Ewers. Uh, anyway, um, was committed to Texas. By Quinn Ewers. I'm sorry, Quinn Ewers. Um, you know, was committed to Texas, and, um, and he's a South Lake. He's the quarterback at South Lake Carroll. Mm-hmm. South Lake, one of those big time Texas programs. And decommitted, and is committed to surprise, surprise, Ohio State. And it yeah. just seems like um, all these big-time Texas quarterbacks seem to not be going to Texas and Texas A&M. And um, it, it's kind of becoming a thing down there because, you know, everything's a thing in Texas. <laughs> so why would this be? But, um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to getting into that. Uh, um, Sam Pound Jr. is becoming one of my favorite writers already. Um, uh, the expert. The So, um, you know, I love getting into, um, into that, uh, that kind of stuff. You know me, I I love, Hmm? and as you know, I I love the recruiting as it is. So, um, good stuff, man. Good stuff. Oh, man. Um, And, uh, Southlake is a Dallas Dallas area school, so.
0: Gotcha. Um. My one article from the week is by Daniel Taylor. Uh, Yaya Torre, I wrote a letter to Guardiola to apologize, but it's been a year and he's not replied. <laughs> it's actually, I laugh. It's actually a pretty sad story. Um, as much as we like to joke about Yaya um, on this podcast, and we have done so many times in the past, um, there it, is. Um, it, it is actually kind of a tragic little tale of, you know, uh, although I, you know, it's something, you know, he's I mean, he trying to kind of spin the blame a little bit for things he said about Guardiola. It's like, mm, no, you, you've said those things. It's, it's pretty clear what you said, buddy. Um, but go read it. it. also gives a nice history of kind of the start of the rise of Manchester City and how Yaya Torre played a very big part of that. Um, to think now that was like 10 years ago. It's just like, where has the time gone, uh, I guess. So mad, yeah. I know. So yeah, go check that out. And on top and
1: like, of it, the, the timeless song. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, 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 ture collo, collo, Sorry.
0: I'll never turn down an opportunity to sing that. It's fine. I was dancing in my chair, which works great. Yeah, and, all, and, all about is, and,
1: and all I can think about is Stephen Gerrard just like doing the shuffle in uh in Dubai. <laughs> um... like, Steven Gerrard.
0: All right, well, let's wrap up the pod with uh, a little watch for it. Wes. Anything you're watching the week that was the week that will be? Is it is it another Seinfeld mention?
1: Well, of course it's Seinfeld. Uh, the last one I watched, I think, was the Soup Nazi, mm, which yes. I mean, that's that's absolute classic, absolute classic Seinfeld. Uh, so this week we've been watching Seinfeld. Uh, we continue our journey through the trailer park boys. Jesus Christ.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> And uh I have started my uh my uh, my my woman. Oh uh, she so just a little insight into her life. She uh she went and took a motorcycle course this weekend.
0: Mm, okay.
1: And uh yeah, and we're basically going uh motorcycle shopping this coming up weekend. Um there is a chance in the future old West might end up on one, but we'll see about that. Ooh. Um but, so she's all into motorcycles and somehow has never seen Sons of Anarchy.
0: Oh. And
1: as you know, one of my all-time, all-time favorites uh, was well-chronicled in the early years of the of Fair podcast, back when it was the all-new sports show, uh, well-chronicled in The Watch War, was me and my love of Sons of Anarchy. So uh, now she is taking the Sons of Anarchy journey, and I am just thrilled to get to do it all over again. Love to get back to good old Charming. I won't make you guys listen to it all over again, but <laughs> that's what I added in this. Oh man,
0: um, I will say um, I I do believe with with this being the sixth week and and the final week, I believe this Saturday at some point, myself and one named producer Jackie are going to watch Captain Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's it's gonna be all out by the time this weekend is out. I'm going to try to keep avoiding spoilers. We're just gonna knock it out in like one day. So, did you mean to say Captain Falcon?
1: <laughs> Fuck,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Falcon Punch. I thought, you were, I thought at first you were just doing a little bit, a little sarcasm. I was like, I think he meant oh, that a little bit.
0: Yeah, <laughs> nope. We're just that's what we're calling him Captain Falcon in the winter. So, it's a much different show. Apparently, wow. Wyatt Russell's <laughs> the man in it. so... Oh, man. I'm excited, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Um, next week, we'll be back on the podcast. And, um, you know, hopefully another Super League doesn't get formed this weekend. Um,
1: hopefully, the, hopefully we return before the Super League. So.
0: Yeah. Um, there will be, you know, we'll talk, be able to talk a little bit more about the Premier League. We'll be one week closer as we hit the final few uh, last few matches. Uh, we'll have the first leg of the Champions League semifinals to discuss. Uh, and we might also even get into a little bit of just what's going on with the other leagues as they are all sort of reaching their conclusion. Hey, by the time we next pod, um, the top four in Spain might be locked in. So um, not not that much drama there. Still some drama at the very top. but
1: Atletico got a big win today. They're back on
0: they top. Did. They did. They did. We'll see if they can hold on. Um, so we'll talk about that stuff next week um so as we get out of here as always the podcast is presented by NGSC Sports at Sports.com we never stop um you can find them on the social media as well as us on Twitter as a collective we are at AFA Pod. Wes you are I'm at Wes Bradshaw21 and I am at Edward Green you can also find us on Facebook Instagram and YouTube VR our parent show the all new sports show and you can email us at allnewsportshow at gmail.com damn you Mariners um Thanks to our podcast providers, including Podbean.com, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn Radio app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, So, Wes, before we get out of here for episode 362, anything you want to add?
1: Ed, some big news coming up here in the great state of North Carolina. Mm -hmm. Uh, June 1st, we get to go back to baseball games. Oh, Oh my gosh! Had you heard that?
0: I, I had not actually heard that. That's so, exciting. Uh, yeah. Uh, the new, uh,
1: the new, um, uh, set of whatever we're calling them, <laughs> uh, mandates, <laughs> or whatever. uh, I believe from what I heard, we're going back to a hundred percent capacity, uh, relaxing of, uh, social distancing restrictions. Um, I'm kind of hoping to hear the word that I don't have to wear a mask while I work out because that really fucking sucks. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you know, minor, minor league baseball is our baseball of choice here in the great state of North Carolina.
0: And, um, Jesus, how far ahead of me are you? I'm just saying, damn it, Mariners. Oh, I, I guess very because I just got the notification on my phone when I said that. Oh,
1: shit. I just saw it now. Uh, damn. it. Well, um, dang it. So, uh, yeah, uh, minor league baseball is our thing around here. And, Ed, it looks like we might get to see some this summer. Good job, everybody. Get your vaccinations and uh, you know, all that good stuff. And, uh, just, yeah. just do what you got to do so we can go to games. That's, that's all I'm really worried about. I'm not worried about the politics. All. I just want to go to games.
0: Absolutely. That would, be, oh, that would be so dope.
1: I'm a very easy person to make happy. I just I want to go to some baseball games. I want to go to football
0: this fall. There you go. As um, you all know,
1: I'm a massive masochist.
0: <laughs> to better masochism days ahead. For my calling, Crying West uh, Bradshaw, I am Edward Green. Thanks for joining us here on the AFA podcast. Until next time, stay safe. Don't start another fucking Super League and enjoy the football. Good night, Super League. We barely knew you. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was terrible. Oh, it was so bad you're listening to NGSE sports radio hear us live on NGSE sports.com where you can get awesome analysis for all things sport or check out our podcasts on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, iTunes, tune in, and much more. For our latest videos, head to NGSC Sports' YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter at NGSC Sports and like us on Facebook. NGSC Sports. We never stop.